Our lifespan is increasing, but what about our health span, the portion of our lives in which we're healthy? Extend your health span with SRW, Science Research Wellness. SRW is a nutraceutical company that curates the latest science and research to formulate supplements designed to support the structure, function, and processes within our cells that change with age. SRW's cell range line, cell 1, cell 2, and cell 3, constitute the complete cellular system range which supports the nine areas of the cell to change with age, the nine hallmarks of aging. SRW's carefully selected cutting-edge ingredients and formulations support the aging process in a way that previous generations have not had access to. Learn more about the science behind SRW, the nine hallmarks of aging, and how you can find out your biological age by going to srw.co. That's srw.co. SRW, the science of aging well. srw.co. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's great to be back because uh, last week uh, I was in Lithuania. Uh, here I am back in New York, although a little jet lag because it's seven hours difference and I've only had about 48 hours to adapt. Wow. So, uh, you know, as we do this in the afternoon, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's sort of pushing uh, midnight in uh, yeah, Lithuanian time, yeah. uh, early afternoon uh, here, five o'clock, midnight there, uh-huh. but I'm gradually acclimating. It's just that when you go west, you tend to wake up really early. So I wake up at four, which is actually yeah. 11 Lithuanian time, and I have a lot of time in the mornings until I adapt. Right, 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 right. So, uh, yeah. so, so, so how was the trip? Good. Uh, just want you mentioned yeah. that uh, questions, uh, this is our opportunity to answer your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. Uh, also, we'll be live on the radio program next week, and you can call us at uh, 877-726-8255 between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. Eastern Time. That's when our live broadcast takes place. But should you have a question that you want to record, you can call 877-726-8255 and record a question. So now let's talk a little bit about uh, Lithuania. Uh, I visited um, uh, the capital, which is Vilnius, mm-hmm. uh, flew to Amsterdam, and then took a second flight to from Amsterdam to Vilnius, Lithuania, mm-hmm. and then turned around a little bit in Lithuania. It was, it was one of those uh, ancestry tours, because uh, Lithuania is... Uh, one of the uh, major sites of uh, Jewish history, mm. uh, which unfortunately was virtually eradicated during World War II. So we visited uh, mm-hmm. places that uh, relatives might have uh, inhabited yeah. and uh, saw the remains of the Jewish ghetto in uh, Vilnius. Actually, one-third of the population of, of Vilnius was Jewish at that time. Wow. It's a very uh, big community, also uh-huh. a, uh, a center of learning with a lot of uh, yeshivas and prominent rabbis and a long history because Lithuania was uh, generally pretty cordial to Jews, mm-hmm. except when uh, they had pogroms, which they did from time to time. Uh, and uh, one of their previous relatives actually... Uh, uh, it was documented that uh, he had his head chopped off uh, by uh, marauding, we believe, Polish uh, soldiers. 
because they were uh, messing around with the graveyard that he was custodian of, uh, and uh, he protested a little bit and was decapitated. Uh, decapitated. Oh my goodness! So uh, they were yeah they were desecrating Jewish uh, graves, and he sought to prevent that and met his fate. Uh, another yeah. relative uh, uh, died in a. Uh, it was a, they didn't have uh, concentration camps. They had sort of killing fields there, and uh, one was in a forest. You know where yeah. uh, literally seventy thousand people were uh, shot, and then you know uh, pushed into ditches. And then there was another site where thirty thousand Jews were killed uh, in a, a fortress wow. that we visited. So uh, it was, you know, and, and it wasn't all grim. Uh, okay. It was kind of Christmassy there, and uh, oh, the food, nice the food see. was great. Yeah, uh, Lithuanians really like their meat, uh-huh. and uh, in one of the places I had game meat. I had a choice of wild boar, but I opted for the venison. Yum! I drank some mead, which I'd never had before. Oh which wow! Is kind of a, which was like the early beer, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like a pre-beer. It's a honey beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah honey's yeah. a big thing in that country. Mm-hmm. Uh, mushroom gathering is a big thing in that country. We visited some of the uh, open markets there, which they have like, wow. you know, like lots of meats and cheeses and. You know, fermented vegetables, fermented mm-hmm. food is is big there. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, the people there are very hearty, yeah, because uh, it's cold. And uh, I was really impressed with some of the older people there. You know, they would go shopping uh, in this, you know, the slush. Nobody, for some reason, they don't really uh, clear the sidewalk, so they're just walking through slush, mm-hmm. and it's slippery. And these older people, they were pretty. Uh, Intrepid, you know, going out in the slush uh-huh. and climbing stairs, and you know, uh, it was it was interesting to see. They're used to winter. Yeah, they're used, to, yeah. you know, very into winter. Um, there was also uh, a uh, I had a one of my favorite dishes. There was chicken Kiev or Kiev, mm. which mm. was really amazing. And wow. it was like chicken in a, in a kind of a crust. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like you break the crust and inside is the chicken. It was really ambrosia. Wow. Uh, Sounds like a chicken pot pie. Yeah, it looked like a chicken pot yeah. pie, but, but really delicate and uh-huh. well made. Uh-huh. Um, they had, you know, charming little restaurants and uh, bars because, you know, people like to, you know, go out in the, even in the cold weather, but they want sort of a cozy place with a fireplace. Mm-hmm. Um, on the last day that I was there, there was a Christmas run right in front of our hotel, mm-hmm. and it was like in the in the snow basically, uh-huh. and pretty amazing because some of the people were not youngsters who was on, they were you know three k, five k, and ten k options. Okay. So, but I didn't do it because I I thought you're on vacation. I'm on vacation, and I also thought I really don't want to. Uh, trip on the cobblestones on the slippery yeah, cobblestones there before I have slushy. to get on the plane the next day. You right, know, so, yeah. right, 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 right. So sure. they have McDonald's and KFCs mm-hmm. there. Well, the McDonald's was interesting because you 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 know here it's a little bit down market. There it looked like kind of a treat. You know, you would go well dressed people with their kids would go into McDonald's to have a hamburger. Oh know, my goodness! To have a Big Mac. Oh, <laughs> and, to eat uh, American cuisine. Yeah, to, <laughs> which was kind of a treat. Uh, uh-huh. But it's a big, beautiful McDonald's, like sparkling, clean-looking wow. McDonald's. Okay. And uh, there was a KFC there, but, you know, there's a okay. lot of great uh, Lithuanian food. Um, one of the interesting things was that um, uh, 
our Lithuanian guide mm-hmm. divulged to us that uh, we talked a little bit about COVID. And she said, yeah, I took the first two shots. And then when I took the third shot, which was the booster, um, she had a stroke. Within, within a week, she had a stroke. And she's absolutely certain that it was due to the vaccine because she has no underlying condition. She's not hypertensive. She did oh. not. So it almost like curdled her blood. It was a fairly serious stroke, but she recovered completely. It was reversible. Oh, thank God. So she didn't have any... Uh, Neurological deficits, but yeah. she—they said that it, you know, it was a close call, that it could have been fatal. Um, so, you know, so you know, a lot of people would say, well, okay, correlation is not causation, and this right. is very anecdotal. There's yeah, no proof that it was the vaccine. That it happened but after the it, it, There's too many cases like that that uh, have occurred. You know, we actually saw a patient. Yeah. Uh, I talked to her on the phone. She didn't come to the office. Who had a bad vaccine reaction, and it 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 really flared her rheumatoid arthritis. It's it. You know that patient? Yes, yeah. yes. So, you know, they, they're not, the vaccine, not benign. No. Um, kind of an interesting development just today. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, who has a, uh, a health commissioner in Florida uh, named Dr. Ladapis, who is kind of iconoclastic. He's actually come out against masking. Uh, and he's come out, uh, you know, with some reservations about the fast tracking of the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, they're convening a grand jury uh, in uh, Florida to explore possibilities of drug company uh, malfeasance around the introduction of the vaccine. Wonderful. So it'll be... It'll be Truth seekers. Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of interesting because... And they, they're also going to look at the CDC for some of their missteps. So it's almost like... <laughs> you know, yes. it, it's a little bit of a it's Fort Sumter. It's kind of a Fort Sumter move. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's time for this kind of these kind of questions. Yeah, but it's interesting. Very unprecedented that a state would push back and ha- almost have its own health regime uh, in the face of kind of a monolithic federal I'm bureaucracy. I'm going to Florida. <laughs> I'm going to Florida. Okay. Well, your your sympathies are not uh, <laughs> opaque on this issue. So anyway, so interesting time was had. Yeah. And. Um, I, uh, you know, and, and I shared this on, on my program is the, the week before, mm-hmm. uh, I had COVID. And it was mm, like a, yes. uh, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was a little bit, you know, nasty for a couple of days, but I recovered completely by the time I traveled and Great. tested negative. Uh, but, uh, I, the nice thing about it is that I traveled with a full sense of security on crowded planes and in crowded, you know, yeah. uh, public transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, Hey, I've got great immunity. Now there's flu and RSV going around too, but uh, you know I think that there's some sort of general immune activation that you get Mm -hmm. when you have uh, a natural infection that might uh, give you some crossover protection against related pathogens. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there. Good to know. Um, So yeah, we'll see. Anyway, well. Okay, good, good point at which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share an important message with you. So here goes, listen up. 
As a listener to Intelligent Medicine, you know that fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA, and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including soft gels, liquid, and enteric-coated options in a variety of potencies. Vital Nutrients even offers a high-performance and nutrient-dense vegan omega supplement option. Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions are held to the most rigorous quality standards in the industry, ensuring maximum freshness, purity, and potency. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, call 888-328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of Ultra Pure Omega-3 Solutions. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to our questions. What do we got, Leland? We've got an email from Ernie. Ernie says, Hi, I listened to your podcast on psoriatic arthritis with Dr. Weintraub. Yeah, she's yeah. an integrative rheumatologist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Boswellia was mentioned as an option. She said that was one of her favorite things. Yeah. So do you have a preference on Boswellia yeah, no, I, or the type of Boswellia? Yeah, what do you I, there, recommend? There's a product called Ache Action, which I like, yeah. which is Boswellia, ginger, and willow, uh, willow white willow bark. Mm-hmm. And it's a great anti-inflammatory. The problem is that uh, they've had some production issues with it. They weren't satisfied mm-hmm. with the ginger component that they felt tested too high for some toxic metals. Okay. They were, I guess, getting it from India or China. I don't even know okay. where. Okay. Could be and arsenic or lead. Yeah, and so they there's it there's a delay in production, but it should be coming back onto full script. By the way, full script mm-hmm. uh, is my online dispensary, uh, which you can access at drhoffmanstore.com, and mm-hmm. we we stock only the highest quality supplements, and, and some are actually kind of hard to find. You can find them on full script. Yes. And they're the supplements that I personally take. You take as that well. I take, absolutely. You shop through Full Script. Yeah. It's convenient. It's online. Yes. Uh, and they deliver very promptly. They do. So, very good. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to remind people that, you know, if you just go for the standard shipping, it's free. Even if you didn't buy the amount to get you the free right, shipping right. in total. Yeah, we, it's four to seven days. I rarely have to wait the seven days. I arranged that. I, I actually... Uh, oh, yeah. fantastic, I, I, I said, look, Hoffman. can you... Can you do a special deal yeah. for my patients because uh, it's inconvenient. You know, you have to buy like some enormous amount to hit the threshold yeah. to get free shipping. I want free shipping for everyone. Right. So That's great. That's uh, great. Even if it's a small item, they'll just drop ship it to you and you get it, it very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to get your supplements. Mm-hmm. And it was great That's during so- COVID when people, you know, didn't want to go exactly. places. So, exactly. Um, and more our- people now have gotten used to getting things delivered rather than going shopping for them. Yep. So all the better. The great reset on retail. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. So. Uh, we have an email from Marlene. Yeah. I would like to start cooking with coconut oil. There's so many versions of it. What do you recommend for frying or sauteing? You want to get the extra virgin, you know, uh, clean, organic, all of that. Never been kissed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to also... Unprocessed, because unprocessed. they actually have some... 
They have some that's processed or deodorized, right? Sure, that's the more refined coconut yeah. oil. And that's okay maybe for it can uh, be. high so, heat cooking where you don't want to impart a coconut flavor. Exactly, because a lot of the trouble that people have in using coconut oil at all is the coconut essence or right. the flavor that can be imparted. I can't cook my eggs in coconut oil. I won't eat them. Yeah. It's got to be butter. Yeah. And yeah. that's that. It's yeah, got to yeah. be butter. Well, but so, you want a little bit of that Asian or Indian flavor. Yes. You can get that. I love cooking co oh, oh, cooking scallops oh, yeah. with garlic and coconut oil. Okay. Scallops have a natural sweetness Maybe to them. Maybe with some ginger or something. Really, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And it's we're just, beautiful. We're just riffing here. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You could cook also some chicken thighs in a skillet or, again, more Asian flavors. Or you could get the more refined coconut oil. Mm-hmm for use in that. Right. So, so, so there's yeah. a great, I mean, what we're at is, we're talking about is there's a great debate about it because it is uh, a lot of saturated fat. And saturated fat has been uh, demonized yeah. as the cause of cardiovascular exactly. disease. Exactly. But actually, but when you look at the studies, and recently another, yet another study came out, you're pretty much exonerating saturated fats as the cause of right. Cardiovascular disease. First, it was cholesterol. Then it turns out cholesterol. No, not cholesterol. Mm -hmm. Then it was saturated fat. No, it's not really saturated fat. Mm -hmm. uh, what appears to be the case is that in some of these epidemiological studies, people who eat a lot of saturated fat also eat a lot, eat pretty indiscriminately. They are, they eat more calories. Yes. Uh, they and may they have a lot more. You know, kind of. It's a. They're eating the cheeseburger with the bun and the yeah. fries yeah. and having a beer. Right. Or, or a soft drink. So, interestingly, drink. I just was flipping channels the other night, mm -hmm. and I, I saw they had another, they were, they were reprising Super Size Me. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, with, uh, that, the intrepid guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who is, uh, you know, doing this experiment where he's going to eat like 30 days of, of eating McDonald's. McDonald's. Nothing but McDonald's. But, but his thing was he ate everything at McDonald's. Right. So, and the guy appears in this thing, and he's like thin, and he says that he did the same experiment, uh -huh. uh, and but he he only eats hamburgers there. Right. Well, I think uh, there was and he another... doesn't eat the milkshakes. Right. And he doesn't take you know all the other I like believe... and the French fries. Exactly. The art. There's an RD that also did this experiment at yeah. the time that right. uh, that came out. And, and, the... and basically, if you just watch the amount of calories you're eating, yeah. It's not so bad. Yeah, so he he, you know, caught, he developed a burger and he developed really severe fatty liver with sure. very high liver function tests. Yes, yeah, super sensitive. He did. You know, gained a lot of I weight, and he was really the, the, the yeah. he talked to a gastroenterologist who said, you know, you're killing yourself. You got to stop. Yeah, and he said, well, just a few more days, and uh, you know, he so, but I guess the point is, you're coming back to the saturated fat. It's it's not so much the saturated fat. Saturated fat may be a marker for yeah. poor diet. But in and of itself, it's not bad. It's not like the way you eat saturated fat, you have yeah. butter. Yes. And you have meats that have I have meat, fat. I have egg yolks, I eat shrimp, I but all kinds of saturated It's in the context fat. of an otherwise really sensible exactly. diet. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Lots, lots of vegetables. Of vegetables and, lots of salads, right. lots of plant foods, all of that right. kind of thing. Right. Nuts and seeds. And now, relatively low carb. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, coming back to the coconut oil, it also has caprylic acid. Right. Maristic acid, it's right. got lauric acid. Which is lauric acid has antiviral properties. Yes. And it's a medium chain triglyceride, which is used readily for energy. And there's some brain benefits, it yes. is said, of these short chain fatty acids. Absolutely. Right. Keeping keeping the body in, in the 
ketogenic state. ketogenic state, yep. exactly. Right. So better so for the brain to brain use fuel. ketones. Yep. Better for the brain to use ketones. So Marlene, that would be but the you way talk to, to choose conventional. Your uh, I mean, if you talk to a conventional, you know, you're a registered dietitian. Yeah. Uh, they still tell you uh, reduce your saturated fats. Oh my God. Have they can't get they low can't. fat dairy. Have yeah. low fat yogurt. Exactly, uh, low fat or non fat. Yeah. Watch, it's terrible. Yeah. It's I I call this negligent at this point. Right. Because fats are essential to life. Fat is an essential macronutrient. <laughs> the fats that are not essential are, are the man-made trans fats, the one in your cookie, in your in your cake, in all of that, in your Danish. That's the stuff we want to stay away from. In the donut, in the chips, all of that stuff. In the regular peanut butter, that's what we're talking about. So yeah, Marlene, they, they, right? They yeah. add sugar to the peanut butter. Exactly, they add sugar, but they also add trans fat. Yes, they there's hydrogen cottonseed oil. oil. Oh, terrible! Soy oil, the, right? Exactly, which is some of the worst stuff. Yeah. Which? Some why do you need to add that to peanut butter? You know why it's cheaper? It's oh, a, like it it's an it, extender. It keeps it emulsified. Oh. In the natural peanut butter, you've got that oil that floats to the oh. top. That, oh my goodness, is such a nuisance. I have to open the jar and stir it back in every time. I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. Right. You know, but no, it keeps it emulsified. That's right. why the trans fat is being right. I see. Right, right, I right. see. Which I is see. unfortunate. Okay. So Marlene, look for your good organic coconut oil and start using it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So we have a question from Lou. What is the guide to taking strontium for bone health safely? I've been advised for my, by my doctor to be on it for three months and then off it for three months. But another recommendation is two years on and two years off. What do you recommend and what's I, the best dose? I don't think there is a, uh, you know, it, the experience with strontium uh, as a dietary supplement is kind of limited. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a medication over in Europe in a different form, strontium ranolate, strontium <laughs> citrate is available. That's by prescription here. It's available over the counter. Yeah. Uh, the way I like to take it is I tell people to just take it continuously. Yeah. Uh, usually they'll see an improvement within a couple of years, then they can go off, take a holiday for a while, and then maybe they'll have to go back on it because there may be some backsliding on their bone density. Yeah. But I don't know about this three months on, three months off. I mean, everybody has a different take on that. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, that, that doctor sounds like an integrative doctor because conventional doctors, you know, it's kind of like the cross to the vampire. They go, oh, you know, it's not a, it's a, it's a, it's a over the counter. Yeah. It's not a prescription medication. Um, yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We've so, seen good results with two years on. Fabulous results. And we see, yeah, we see very, very good results. Yeah. Lou, thank you for your question. Oh, okay. I've got one from, from Price. I'm 71 years old. I'm 6'4". I weigh 188. Wow. Great. This is great. Yeah. yeah. I had chicken it's pox. Like a, it's like a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> I had chicken pox as a child. I had the old Zostavax vaccine back in 2013. My father had a case... That's not very effective, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. My father had a case of shingles in his 60s as well as my younger brother. My doctor recently suggested I get the Shingrix, the Shingrix vaccines. I now wonder after four COVID shots and the annual flu shot... If this is really in my best interest, what yeah, say you? I don't think one has anything to do with the other. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you may think that there's some sort of cumulative debt. You know, like I've had enough shots, but they're 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 directed at different diseases. Yeah. 
So uh, Shingrix is more effective than Zostavax. Zostavax is, you know, basically obsolete. And is that a series of vaccines? It's or? three, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. I think it's three. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it offers some protection, and, and Shingles is, is a bummer. It is a bummer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, side effects is, I mean, I've, we, no. we have actually one of our staff people who took it, and she was, like, laid out. So oh, we, we told her... The vaccine or the, sh- the shingles? The shingles, yeah. She, uh, she said it was much worse than her COVID shot. You know, yeah. just knocked her out. So I said, the next time you do it, just make sure, do it on a week when I'm off. You know, because uh-huh. I need you <laughs> uh-huh. to come in. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. So price, there's your answer. Because, you, you know, you can't yeah. just take one. I mean, you get incomplete immunity. Right, 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 right. That's something that you want to watch. Okay. We've got an interesting question here about thyroid. Right. From Grace. Right. I've had a thyroid problem since I'm 13. I've had thyroid tests for years, especially T3 and T4 tests. Just recently, someone asked me if I ever had been tested for T2. Right. I never heard about this. What is T2 and how does it work? Yeah, it's okay. It, I, I don't know that much about it. Uh, I've it, never heard of T2 before. Yeah, I've heard of T2 and it's not that important. It's The thyroid really makes... Uh, three things it makes T it, the thyroid makes T4 and T3 right um, and also T2 yeah yeah but it's very small amounts uh, T2 is sort of a weaker thyroid mm-hmm. uh, and it's I to my you know I anticipated this question because I we review the questions a little before yeah and when I looked it up T2 is available as an over-the-counter supplement wow but it's kind of Weird to use T2. I would maybe I some of my colleagues are more familiar with T2 and think it's really important. Mm-hmm. But the problem with T2 is that it can actually suppress your your own thyroid production. Oh, and, yeah, and um, so you don't want that. It does increase appetite, which oh. may not be such a desirable. That's not thing. great either. Yeah, uh, but thyroid does that. You know. Yeah. Uh, people who have Graves' disease or hyperthyroidism, yes. they want to eat like a house on fire. Because they're running a marathon me- metabolically. Yeah, metabolically, they're really sped yeah. up. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's a little dicey to use it. And why use it when you we get good results, in my opinion, with uh, natural thyroid, which is T4 and T3. Yeah, yeah. And I, if you so, use like something like Armour Thyroid, mm-hmm. you know, since it's desiccated thyroid, you might get a little T2. That's interesting. But it's I never really... Mm-hmm. Uh, factor in the T2 effect and it sounds to me like a way to market thyroid legally over the counter but I'm yeah. not even sure that's a good idea that it should be authorized to be over the counter you, you think this is on the horizon now because of of uh, all the naysaying over things like armor thyroid or nature thyroid or the combo T4, T3 as opposed to taking a synthroid which well, is what they would rather have doctors prescribe? Well, yes. I right? mean, uh, many endocrinologists deplore the use of T3, mm-hmm. but T3 has a place because sometimes you get <clears throat> inefficient conversion. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's why. So, Grace, when you get tested for your T4, T3, you want to know that, that they're converting properly, the T4 to T4. T4 is what you get with Synthroid yeah. or L-Thoroxin yes. or, you know, those types of medications. Okay. Uh, and then the body 
theoretically, within mm -hmm. the cell, converts the T4 to T3, yeah. which is actually the active form of thyroid. Yeah. Uh, but conventional endocrinologists think it's enough to give T4, and there's a sort of a time release effect of that, so it's less, uh, shall we say, roller coaster effect. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is that a lot of people have inefficient conversion of T4 to T3, especially yeah. in disease states, uh -huh. and therefore adding T3 to T4 or using a natural mix of T4 and T3 gives you kind of a broad spectrum. You get a little bit of T4 and a little bit of T3, and you yeah. get the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. And that makes a hell of a lot of difference subjectively for a lot of patients. Yeah. And the T2, I'm not sure if that figures in that much because it's relatively inconsequential. Mm -hmm. In to my knowledge. Now, I invite feedback from some of our listeners. We have a health practitioner uh, is who is very familiar with it. Yeah. We'd like to hear from you or yeah. a patient who's taking it or, you know, because it's, I think... Offer some insight. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay, so questions at drhoffman.net is the place to go for yes. questions or comments. And we'll be right back with part two of today's Intelligent Medicine podcast.